Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I am your host, John Age. Happy to be back with you once again in the dark side of the AM. I'll be your tour guide this evening as we take a somewhat satirical journey down the path of murder, destruction, mayhem, and the extermination of human life on this planet. A forced march into obsolescence. Thrust upon us by a global satanic death cult of pedophiles. Check out AnomicAge.com if you've not already done so. Oops, one, one too many. There we go. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. I encourage you, implore you, and otherwise direct you to uh, PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. All those acolytes of truth and followers of the AnomicAge, you can support me best by going there. And no matter what platform you happen to be listening to and or watching this on, you can get there. We got uh, the full-length versions with the guests. That's what you're seeing there on your screen now. You've got the information breakdown segments, which are definitely under videos. They're on the homepage. Free iPhone app, free Android app. Subscribe by email. So much more right there. At anomicage.com. So I highly encourage you to check that out. I don't know what was going on with the camera last night, but the focus was awful. And I apologize. I don't know what the devil is going on. The show was great, but I got to say, I don't know if it was just the bit rate that was being uploaded or, or something. I don't know, but the focus was not what it should be. So uh, let's hope and pray that it works a little, little better tonight because I know darn well we're not going to get any... Uh, Funding to actually get in new equipment, so that's off the table. Nevertheless, check out anomicage.com, paypal.me forward slash anomicage, patreon.com forward slash anomicage as well. It's free for you, but it ain't free for me. So if you like this thing, if you like the information that I'm bringing you, the guests, any combination thereof, you know what to do. Always forget to do this, Alyssa. Peruse the things I forget to do once again. We got zmaradio.com. You can find me there. 
You guessed it is right there under shows number one on the top there, the Anomic Age with John Age. Uh, that's me. Yeah, that's that's me right here. <laughs> so you can find me there as well as a plethora, a veritable smorgasbord of other hosts, shows, programs, and the like. ZMARadio.com. But wait. Tenemos What else we got? We got this, folks. I'm also available at Truckers United for Freedom. That's the URL. And if you go uh, right on down here to Truckers Independent Broadcasting Network, you can definitely find me there. Taking you there right there if you're looking at the uh, at-home version of the game, a.k.a. looking at this whole thing live. You can see the pre-recorded shows, John Age, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays. I'm going to see if I can get this whole thing going on a more regular Wednesday basis. That might be good. I know I said that before, and I have yet to do it, so you can blame me. Uh, I wouldn't blame me if you did blame me, by the way. But yeah, it's it's all me, folks. I got to get this whole thing going on a live Wednesdays. Most likely, I'm thinking Wednesdays at 1:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But we haven't made any gavel cast decisions quite yet. Speaking of gavel cast decisions, you didn't come here for this. You came here for that. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about this evening. Title of tonight's episode: Episode 268, Supreme Decisions. Almost named this. Decisions, decisions, decisions. But I went with Supreme Decisions and Lou it at. So that's what we got to get into this evening. Supreme Decisions. In case you missed it, the Supreme Court handed out a couple Supreme Court decisions in the last 24 hours, uh, depending on what time or day you happen to be watching this. Uh, we're sitting at 3.35 Eastern Standard Time on Friday. June 30th, year of our Lord, the last day of the month, huh? Isn't it the last day of the month? That's got to be, right? Yeah, sorry. Mind moment here. I know it's 3.35. Most people are asleep, but not I. Not I. In the darkness of the a.m., I'm coming at you. Nevertheless, we got these Supreme Court decisions, uh, and uh, let's just uh, check those suckers out and see what we got here. You know what? I don't want to start with that one. Let me start with uh, the other one because that works us right into... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just had it up here, folks. Come on. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Well, we'll go with the, the lightweight version. Then we'll move on a little bit more. This is from foxnews.com. This is June 29th, 2023. Supreme Court hands down religious freedom win to postal worker who refused to work on Sunday. Gerald Groff, a Christian mailman, said United States Postal Service should have accommodated his religious beliefs about work on Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. That's kind of the the lightweight version of what the uh, Supreme Court handed down in the last 24 hours. But, yeah, Supreme Court has ruled unanimously for a postal worker in Pennsylvania in an important religious liberty dispute over how 
far employees should go to accommodate faith-based requests in the workplace unanimously. Heavens to Murgatroyd. I can't believe that. What? Whatever could that mean? I mean, are are they actually going to going to say that uh that someone's religious faith uh, could actually usurp employers? Holy smokes, I mean, good grief. They may actually have to go so far as to uh accommodate some of these people that are opting out of the vaccine and, and refusing to wear a mask and all this other stuff. Have mercy, whatever shall we do? He's not even in a protected class. He says he's a Christian. My goodness. I mean, that's like uh, that's like excrement on the proverbial shoe to the communist. I mean, that's all that is. I can't believe we got a unanimous vote from the Supreme Court on this. This is just insane. These people are clearly bigoted. Clearly bigoted. Uh, but wait, we got more. Let's see what else we got. Because this is kind of the big one, I think, that most people uh, we're talking about here. And I swear I had this other article pulled up, and uh, it seems to have vanished from my screen. But that's okay. I, I mean, I'm not really that worried about it. Oh, my goodness. My goodness, my goodness. The one I really wanted to show you is from NewYorkTimes.com. The title of that one was Supreme Court. Let me read that one to you because it's not on the screen. Apparently, it's been stolen from me. But the title of that one from the New York Times, Supreme Court rejects affirmative action programs at Harvard. And, of course, you know this connects into the formerly great state of North Carolina as well because it's everyone's favorite sacred ram in the formerly great state of North Carolina because affirmative action programs at Harvard and, of course, the Tar Heel State, Sacred Graham, UNC. That'd be the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill, don't you know? Mm. So the Supreme Court struck down their boulder dash to use affirmative action. <laughs> For selecting students that are, I guess, worthy of going to these illustrious institutions of higher learning in earlier decision, the court had endorsed taking account of race as one factor among many to promote educational diversity. Educational diversity, don't you know? <laughs> this is June 29th, 2023 as well. Supreme Court on Thursday rejected affirmative action at colleges and universities around the nation, declaring that the race-conscious admissions programs at Harvard and University of North Carolina were unlawful and sharply curtailing a policy that had long been a pillar of higher education. The vote was six to three. My gracious, how can this possibly be? Six to three. Mm. Now we'll pull the article I wanted to show you where we got Clarence Thomas blasts Jackson's race-infused worldview in Supreme Court ruling outlawing affirmative action. And by Brown, of course, we're talking... Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm, 
I'll try to be nice here. Katanji Brown Jackson called the court's decisions outlawing affirmative action a tragedy and an ostrich like ostrich like view of logic. Oh my gracious goodness sakes alive. Oh my goodness. And we had Sotomayor in there too. I mean, we've got all kinds of uh, Supreme Court justices throwing little barbs at each other because they dared to rule in favor of logic over idiocy. (laughs) Can't believe it myself. But wait, we got one more for you uh, before I give you my take on this. One more because we got to hear from the corpse in chief weekend at Bernie's body double. Biden, Biden slam Supreme Court decision on affirmative actions, says it cannot be the last word. Oh, no, no, it can't, can it? can't be the last word. Biden said in White House address, the court can render a decision, but it cannot change what America stands for. Hallelujah. Can't be the last word, Chairman Biden. Of course it can't, because uh, when you are when you are in a totalitarian police state, you know, the, the global satanic death cult, I suppose the dictated makes the final ruling, right? So I guess maybe maybe Chairman Biden will overrule the Supreme Court somehow. I mean, it's seems illogical, but then again, so does everything in the global satanic death cult that we live in. So you never can tell. I mean, hell, he might have these people just drawn and quartered on the White House lawn or something. Those uh, six to three that dare to vote against what do they call it? The democracy. It's a threat to our democracy, don't you know? I guess I can't believe they didn't use that. I mean, that's everyone's favorite tagline. All the communists love to say a threat to our democracy, an existential threat to our democracy. <laughs> you got to laugh, don't you? You got to laugh as opposed to cry. I wonder how far they're going to take this mess. I really do. I mean, this is, and maybe I'm I'm missing something in the context because I am, of course, not a, a judicial uh, Supreme Court justice. I don't have my Black's Law Dictionary handy right now, but I wonder if this is going to also um, be true for the hiring in the cult of academia, the hiring process in the K through twelve indoctrination, college, university weaponization. Because if you think this kind of baloney extends to only the student body, you know, those uh, un- unfortunate students that are believing the lie that you have to get this uh, college university weaponization degree, you got to get it. And, and make no mistake about it, it's five plus years now. It's not four. That was maybe in your parents' generation. It was a four-year degree. It's now a five plus. Easy to get your degree because they have tacked on so much bollocks, boulder dash, and otherwise known as nonsense that you've got to go through all these cultural diversity trainings and studies and everything else so you can properly be brainwashed into the cult. Or should I say uh, weaponized into the cult? Because if you think these blue-haired morons, uh, these people that look like bipedal walry, these uh, just ungodly, ghastly creatures, you know, I've often heard it said 
too many freaks and not enough circuses. If you think that these people just somehow fall out of the blue sky, pun intended, you are mistaken. They are bred in the cult of academia, the K-12 indoctrination college university weaponization. And the bread and butter of this is the social sciences. These various indoctrination pathways that you must travel, transverse, and escape like some sort of labyrinth in order to get out of the university system. you got to take the correct courses and say all the right things and nod your head. And, yeah, yes, of course, I'd agree. I, I concur with your uh, astonishing critical race theory, critical gender theory. Critical, critical, critical. It's also critical, but in fact, it's quite not. Of course it's not. It's just Frankfurt School bollocks shipped over here over 100 years ago, of course, by such uh, wonderful institutions as Columbia, University of Chicago. And then, of course, thankfully, they got the proper funding for Carnegie Foundations and, of course, the Rockefeller you see, because they gave you all the funding, so it allowed the virus to spread through all the different higher learning institutions. So that is what has led us here. That's what's led us down this path of idiocy. I can't believe there was a 6-3 to three vote of uh, six people that actually had a brain in their head. So I go back to the cult of academia and the indoctrination process, and I have to ask the proverbial question, what does it all mean? Does it really mean anything? Because if you pull back up what old Biden was saying here or what some boob wrote for him to mutter out in some sort of incoherent stammering, uh, we cannot let the decision be the last word. I guess he's going to supersede all. After all, he is the dictator-in-chief. The court can render a decision, but it cannot change the America. Oh, pardon me. I'm, I'm reading off, off script. It cannot change what America stands for. What America stands for, right, Chairman Biden? <laughs> so um, therein lies the problem. And I think the Supreme Court can hand out these decrees from on high. But the real problem is, will these various institutions of higher learning, and I say that with a supreme, pun intended, tongue-in-cheek, will they follow the Supreme Court? My guesstimation would be no, because much like they try to claim, and who am I saying when they, I say they, the communists, the cult leaders in the cult of academia, and those in the protected classes that are deemed protected. That they claim that we have institutional racism, and I would agree we do have institutional racism, but it's not of the flavor nor variety that they might think. We have institutional racism because we've had affirmative action for decades now, and that is nothing but institutional racism against anyone that's not in a protected class i.e. a minority, a melanated person. It, it's the biggie there. I saw some some giblet head the other day uh, that was describing the melanated and non-melanated. I, I, 
I hadn't heard that one before. That was a new one. I didn't realize I was non-melanated, or I guess I'm melanated less than a melanated person. I, I just, when does the logic stop here? And the irony is never lost with me because, I mean, everything that is supposed to be, you know, these sacrosanct, oh, those evil whites, those horrible conservatives, those horrible, oppressive, patriarchal leaders of lore, <clears throat> Uh, I can't help but see through their boulder dash and see the reality is that they are, in fact, the ones promulgating racism. It's been legalized, legitimized, codified, and codified for decades with this nonsense, this affirmative action garbage. That's exactly what it is now. So there's a quota, much like the police have a quota of how many tickets they got to write for speeding. There's a quota that says you have to hire X amount of people that are melanated. And if you can acquire more and more protected class badges, the more protected class badges you have, the more likely you're going to get the job. So if you don't have a protected class badge, you're probably not going to get the gig, you know, folks. And it's just cold hard facts. And this might not be true across the board. I'm sure there's some mom and pops out there that don't follow this nonsensical rubbish. But for the most part, I mean, that's exactly what you're seeing primarily in the cult of academia, the state jobs, the federal jobs, and so forth. It's all the same old song. And finally, the Supreme Court has decreed that this is nonsensical garbage. But I come back to the point, I believe that thanks to the multiple generations of indoctrination, the multiple generations of legitimization of this critical race theory. We've gone from a society predicated on merit known as a meritocracy to a victimocracy. I just made that one up for it. It's a victimocracy now because depending on how many victim badges you can wear, that's going to up your social credit status and up your likelihood to get a job, up your likelihood of acceptance in the workplace. By that, I mean you're going to be more likely to get the gig, folks. So if you can be a black, lesbian, trans, Muslim, then you have probably written yourself a golden ticket to any job imaginable. (laughs) Of course, most specifically, if you're looking for a state, federal, and certainly a cult of academia job. Oh, my gracious goodness sakes alive. I mean, there'd be a a bidding war over you, most likely. But it doesn't stop there because, as I've mentioned many times before, it's not just that they want people with the most protected class badges. They specifically look for people that are out of state and please be out of the country. If you got that going for you, you are going to be the dean, the provost, the president of university, the grand poobah. You're going to get the special tassels, the big hat. I mean, whoo, it's going to be write your own ticket time. If you got all those things going for you, you are going to be the leader of some university somewhere. And this all boils back down to what Chairman Biden said. You can't change the culture, the culture that has been infused and indoctrinated through these various systems, through these institutions. 
that's where it really comes down. So I don't really see that the Supreme Court saying this really means a lot because all the people that run these institutions are communists. I mean, to draw a parallel for you, it would be on par with the abolition of slavery and then you still had people with Jim Crow laws, the people that just didn't follow this. That went on for how long? So, I mean, that was because of the culture that was being infused at that time that legitimized racism. So just like that, you're going to see the same sort of culture being infused of, again, legitimizing racism, just the, you know, a different spin on it. Because racism's racism, whether it's against blacks, whites, uh, people of, of Asian descent, of Asiatic descent, heck, Eskimo descent, it doesn't really matter. It's racism no matter how you cut it and no matter how it's doing it. Who's doing it, I should say. So I don't know if this will really mean a hill of beans. I think these institutions are going to s- still keep subscribing to and following their racist tenets put forth by affirmative action decades ago. So I don't know if it really means a hill of beans. But it's a nice gesture. It's cute. It's funny. It's nice. You know, pat on the back. Whoa, whoop de doo It's kind of like the abortion thing. You know, everybody said, oh, abortion's been bad. No, it hasn't. It just went to the state's rights where it should have been in the first place and where it was always. But it was always a state's rights issue, but no one followed the rules. So it doesn't really mean much. You can make all the laws, decrees, orders, and guidelines and suggestions you want, but if people don't follow it and there's nothing to ensure that they do, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing, folks, unless the rules are backed up and followed. And the three branches of government are stolen, lost, and gone forever. So I don't see anything that's going to be the teeth in this decision. I really don't. Just don't see it, folks. I got one more decision to get into, but I don't even know if I want to get into it, right? Well, one more. We got time for this one. Because I'm going to jerk the wheel off the road and go in a different direction because that's what I do. We got the February 29th, 1892, the Supreme Court decision in Holy Trinity versus United States. The historic... Let me put it on screen for you because I'm reading this from ChristianHeritageFellowship.com. Back to where I was reading him. The historical record of America overwhelmingly demonstrated that the United States, quote, is a Christian nation. Contrary to the historical and legal record, judges throughout the the end of the 20th century and beginning in the 21st century have repeatedly ruled against the place that Christianity has enjoyed in American life. Rather than rendering decisions consistent with the legal foundation of America, activist judges have taken it upon themselves to attempt to establish a new foundation for American law, that being the subjective opinions of liberal activist judges. So I really just want to put that on the screen for you because I've heard this so many times and to be honest, folks, depending on the context, I really just say forget about it. I'm not a person in my private life that's just going to 
say, you know, I hate those people that always want to correct everyone on every single little thing and say, well, you know, you're wrong because X, Y, and Z. Because I have found over the years, especially in my old age, that it just doesn't matter. You can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. And it has been abundantly clear to me that it is absolutely a complete waste of my breath, time, life, force, and energy to correct people most of the time. 99.9% of the time, it doesn't matter. Because our society is made up of true believers who will never change their opinion on anything, no matter how much contrary evidence, facts, or what have you, you submit. Just waste your time. But I've often heard it said that America is not a Christian nation. Remember, we have the separation of church and state and all these silly little trivialities that people like to put out there because they haven't read the whole document. They don't know the whole truth. They've just heard that somewhere in time, most likely uh, by a Southern Poverty Law Center advocate or some other nonsensical gibberish. But nevertheless, the separation of church and state did not mean that you could not have Christianity It just meant that you could not have a Church of England or, in this instance, a Church of the United States that was running roughshod over the people, the country, and the government. You could not have a government religion. That's what the Church of England was. Look into why that was. You know, we all know divorcing his wife and all that jazz. That's why that came to be. But it didn't mean you couldn't have a Christian nation. It didn't mean you could not pray in school. It did not mean that you couldn't have the Ten Commandments on the law, or excuse me, on the wall of the Supreme Court or your courthouse. It didn't mean that at all. It just meant that you could not have a state-sanctioned religion. So back to this 1892 Supreme Court declaration and ruling, the United States is, in fact, a Christian nation, folks. Whether you like it or you don't like it, learn to love it because that's just the cold hard facts. It's a nice spot to close, isn't it? You can't do everything, but you can do something. Please try to get out there and do your part, make a difference, and otherwise do something. Till next time, I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomicage. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A N O M I C A G E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.